Hi, I'm Sarah, an average teen who happens to read a lot of books, and in today's episode, I will be telling you about Oscar Wilde's The Importance of Being Earnest. This is part one in a series of four. Many people seem to have an aversion to late 1800s literature, and that is very understandable because sometimes the conversations can seem long and monotonous, and the storyline can just seem boring and bland and I get that but I feel like Oscar Wilde could really turn that around for you if you are one of those people. His stories are comedy in the truest essence and they also kind of have a meaning and I really like that so on with it. This book is about two men Jack and Algernon who live in the late 1800s England. Algernon is a cynic, he's patriarchal, he just wants the pleasure out of life, he's selfish, he doesn't believe much in romance, and he's also kind of a womanizer. Jack is an orphan, he believes himself to be of high moral character, but I mean, we'll see about that. He's kind of formal, he's very serious, extremely stiff, and he uses a lot of elevated diction. And they are both Bunburyists. A term coined by Algernon to mean someone who uses an imaginary invalid friend that they must quote-unquote attend to to escape family engagements. Algernon escapes family get-togethers using a sick friend named Bunbury and Jack uses a fake brother named Ernest to escape his ward in the country whose name is Cecily and to meet Gwendolyn, the girl he wants to marry and Algernon's cousin. So when Jack is in the city with Algernon and Gwendolyn, he pretends to be Ernest, and when he comes to propose to Gwendolyn, he meets Algernon, who confronts him about his bunburying, because the previous time he had visited, he left his cigarette case, which had a note from his ward, Cecily, referring to him as Uncle Jack on it. He is forced to explain himself and mentions that his ward happens to be 18 and very pretty, which automatically piques Algernon's curiosity. So the story goes on, Jack proposes to Gwendolyn as Ernest, and she agrees, but her mother doesn't, because Jack doesn't seem to have enough fortune. Jack invites Gwendolyn to meet him in this country house, and Algernon overhears the address and goes to meet his ward as... Surprise, surprise, Ernest. When he meets Cecily, he instantly falls in love with her and gets engaged to her. And um, soon Jack comes and tries to kick Algernon out. Then Gwendolyn arrives, she meets Cecily, who says she is also engaged to Ernest, and this incurs a quarrel until they realize that they are engaged to people pretending to be Ernest. They get mad at the men and become close friends. Algernon and Jack decide to get christened under the name Ernest. The women realize how guilty the men feel and decide to forgive them because the men love them so much. Soon, Gwendolyn's mother, Lady Bracknell, comes to fetch her, and since she is Algernon's aunt and closest living relative, sorry, she must approve of Algernon's marriage. She hears about Cecily's large inheritance and decides that Cecily is a perfect fit for Algernon, but she still disapproves of Jack's engagement to Gwendolyn until she sees Miss Prism, Cecily's governess. Years ago, when... Prism had worked for Lady Bracknell and her family. She had taken a baby in a perambulator, which is basically a glorified stroller, and a briefcase to the train station. She had forgotten the briefcase at the train station and come home with an empty perambulator. Lady Bracknell immediately recognizes her and demands for the baby that Miss Prism had lost. Jack was found in a briefcase, coincidentally, in the same train station, 
and had kept the briefcase. He brought it out, and they found out that it was the briefcase that Miss Prism had lost, and that his real name is Ernest, and he is Algernon's older brother. Lady Bracknell now knows that Jack, or rather Ernest, has a good fortune in store for him and decides that he is worthy to marry Gwendolyn. So after reading this play, I felt that there were three main um, themes. Coincidence, irony, and untruthfulness. Coincidence in the sense that Gwendolyn is actually engaged to Ernest, and Cecily is engaged to her uncle Jack's mischievous younger brother. And there are those those tiny coincidences, like the fact that Miss Prism was there all those years ago working for Lady Bracknell, and the fact that Jack had possession of the briefcase he was found in. I think it's just surreal. And then there's the irony. From what I've said, I don't think you've gotten the full extent of it, because this book, like, it feels like every conversation has at least one irony in it, and it's it's the best. In fact, the book even starts off with an irony when um, Algernon is talking about his servant Lane, and he is saying, Lane's views on marriage seem somewhat lax. Really, if the lower orders don't set us a good example, what on earth is the use of them? They seem, as a class, to have absolutely no sense of moral responsibility. And that's just hilarious because, first of all, Algernon's rich and he's really immoral. He's, he's ditching family by pretending to be like with a sick friend, Bunbury, and then he's lying to Cecily about his name. Okay, that is just wrong. And then there's the fact that he says, like, um, that, like, people, like, the lower orders should set good examples. But really, the lower orders aren't the famous people. The rich people are. The rich people are the ones who are looked up to usually. Um, or, like, it seems that way. Um, so, yeah. Honestly, that's just very ironic. And, um, then there's Jack. This is the main stuff. Jack thinks he's superior morally, but he doesn't, he, like, not only lies to Gwendolyn about his name, but he's also lying to Cecily about his whereabouts. And he's a Benburius, the very essence of immorality. And then there's Algernon, who says he doesn't want to marry because it's restricting, but when he meets Cecily, he instantly wants to marry her. Well, I mean, I didn't mention the part where Algernon doesn't want to marry at the start, but I think after um, the quote I just read you, it seems pretty self-explanatory. And then there's the lying, um, or the untruthfulness. I think this part is also really self-explanatory because um, Bunburying, it's like that's Algernon and Jack, they're both like, they're both lying to their family and the people they want to marry. And, yeah, that is, that is them being immoral and lying. And then there are, like, those tiny other things that people lie about, like, um, or lied about in the story. Like, um, Gwendolyn's mom, this is briefly mentioned, lies to, um, Gwendolyn's dad about where she and Gwendolyn are sometimes. 
by telling him that they are at educational events. And that is definitely dishonesty. So I, I think the lying part really had an influence in the title, or it definitely did. Basically, like the whole name of the book is The Importance of Being Earnest. And I really like it. I think you should totally read it. It's less than 100 pages. The Importance of Being Earnest by Oscar Wilde for y'all. Um, and that's all I have to say to you. I'm out.